0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Before we get into the video, man, I want to give a quick shout-out, quick word from our sponsor, BETOnline.ag. They sponsored his last video. They're back again. They're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports teams. March Madness is going on right now. There's a lot of upsets. Is your bracket bust 10, or is it still perfect? It's... So perfect. Okay. i don't make mistakes. I, I, I'm the only perfect bracket left. Nah, me and you are the only perfect brackets left. In the yeah, whole world. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, most people can't can't be like us. So make sure y'all go and place y'all's bets. You know, you might want to put a couple upsets here and there. It's the year of the upsets, so go do that. But nah, if y'all are putting y'all's bets, make sure to use BET Online. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device. To sign up today and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Now let's get into it
2: what's up guys welcome back to another episode of Chum chat we got a big guest today man on fire daryl dk how you doing today bro
0: I'm doing good. I'm excited to be here, Warren. Yeah,
2: man, it's it's been crazy to see your your journey go. Um, obviously, we'll 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 hop into that. But the hot topic today is the Super League. I want to know if you have any opinions on on the Super League. Obviously, you've been in England for a little bit of time now, not not too significant. But I want to hear if you have any thoughts on on the Super League, man.
0: Nah, no, bro. So like, it's funny you say that because like, I kid you not, like last night. I was literally just on FaceTime with, like, some of the guys on the team and, like, some other guys. Like, we were all just kind of, like, just ranting about it, about, like, how, how just, like, kind of terrible it is and the fact that, like, there, there are clubs that literally – there like, there there are clubs, like, for example, like, Manchester United, like, Arsenal, or even, like, AC Milan that haven't been in Champions League and stuff like that, and then now for them just to kind of go get an automatic bid in terms of that. Like, I do understand in the fact that, yes, these clubs are the ones that, like, earn most of the money for the league and, you know, world football and stuff like that. And they kind of want more of their money, but at the same time, like in terms of, you know, the whole having competition kind of given to them or even clubs like, you know, Leicester's, Everton, Sevilla and other clubs that like can be better than some of these clubs, like just having no chance, no shot or anything like, oh, dude, no, I was actually like so mad when I, when I heard about it as well. And then like, when I found out about it, usually there's like, like rumors and stuff all the time but i didn't hear anything i just looked at my phone and then all of a sudden it was just all over the place
2: yeah yeah i mean it was all over my phone today i couldn't i couldn't escape it but i thought it was crazy man it's they're saying it's gonna start in like august i don't i don't think it's gonna happen personally what do you think nah
0: if i'm being honest i don't think it's gonna happen because like one like just so much backlash has happened. Like, literally every single supporter, everyone, even, like, I just, just watching, like, an interview, like, Klopp was just erupting about it, talking about how he was, like, this is a terrible idea. And so, like, I don't think that'll happen. And and just even then, like, now with all the backlash with the 12 teams, like, I don't even know who else is going to join, because apparently Bayern and, like, PSG don't even want to join either. So, like, I I just don't think it'll, it'll work. And then especially now that they're saying, like, like, FIFA might ne- make it to where players can't play in World Cups and stuff like that as well, who are involved, like not nah, like players and playing, it you are know, just going to revolt or whatever. And no, nah, it's just, I just don't think it'll happen.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I, Yeah. That's what I was about to say. UEFA said that um the players would get, wouldn't be able to play in Champions League or whatever, or maybe even the World Cup, which is crazy. And I know. Uh, so the Porto president today, it was kind of a big deal over here. He, he made a statement about it. And he said that Porto got invited to be in it. But they said no, and they didn't want to like take a part of it. So it's crazy. It's crazy how divided it is. Oh, bro. Yeah, I think it's crazy that they that they got twelve
2: teams to agree with it, like the owners and you know the 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 directors and stuff had to have agreed with it. And uh, I mean, I wonder how it's going to go down with the players in, in those clubs. You know, big big clubs that. Uh, I mean, it's just in, it's interesting to see. But honestly, it's it, it's honestly surprising. I was talking to some of guys uh, on my team about it. And uh, some of the older guys were like, it's, it's surprising that it's just now happening. Like they were expecting this type of thing to happen earlier, you know, with big clubs being able to make more money and just be powerhouses even more than they are. But it's just confusing that it's Champions League and Europa League like is the exact same thing, but it's just more teams like, I, like you, everyone has a chance to get in it. It makes no sense.
0: No, and I think the structure right now is, like, how competitive it is, especially, like, how how hard it is. You know, every single team is kind of driving to kind of be in the Champions League now. If they have some Super League where 15 teams or whatever they are are guaranteed to be in every single year, like, it's just going to completely crush every single other league. And then, like, other competitions, like, for example, I was seeing all the jokes or whatever about how it's going to be like a West Ham, like Real Betis, like <laughs> like final in Champions League. Like nobody wants, to, nobody wants to see that. Like, I'm not going to say, like, I mean, I would love, I'd love to see it, but at the same time, you know, it's just going to be completely different. And then you look at Europa League, like Southampton, Crystal Palace, like other teams like that are going to be in, like teams that have not been in just because, you know, like the top six, traditional top six are not there anymore. And that's just, it's just going to make every other competition just so devalued and just ruin everything.
2: Yeah, man. Cause it's just, it'll make teams get so complacent. Like they know every year that they're like Arsenal, they're like, what? Like 12th in the, even lower in the Prem, and they're going to be in playing versus Real Madrid. And I mean, it's just, it's a mess, but, <laughs> but we can move on from this. Cause you know, I think we declare that it's a mess. And um, I want to talk about you, man. You're on fire right now since going to Barnsley, just putting a team on your back, man. How many wins was it in a row? It was like seven in a row when you got there.
0: Bro, I don't even remember, but, like, it was wins in a row must have been, like, seven. I'm pretty sure we were undefeated for a minute, and then we obviously lost to Sheffield, which is, like, our rival, so that was just terrible. Okay.
2: So what's been, like, uh, maybe the biggest difference in terms of, like, fans, or obviously it's, it's tough without fans, but, like, even off the field, like, in media and uh, different things that you experience over there in America or even in college, what, what's been the biggest
0: difference? Bro, so, like, the biggest difference I think here is obviously, you know, like, in the States, like, you know, NFL, like, football, like, American football, basketball, and stuff like that, like, those are the bigger sports, but here, like, you know, like, soccer is kind of, it's just the main thing, so, like, for example, I, so, like, where I live, there's a little, like, mini market, like, right yeah. outside, and I can literally just walk downstairs and go there, and, like, when I go there, I could be wearing, like, a hat, a hoodie, blah, blah, blah mask, like, you could literally only see my my eyes but like and people people come and be like oh like hey like you play for barnsley like hey can i come take a picture or like something like that That's or like scary. they'll have a conversation i could probably play an orlando game and then like walk out right after the game and people really would not notice who i am <laughs> like like here like here they, they literally said like hey if you go to like the mall in barnsley like people will know who you are like if i ever get into if i've gotten to a taxi like i'm not a celebrity at all i'm not gonna say that But like and I think that's kind of the thing that I'm just like, whoa, because I'm not a celebrity and people are still kind of noticing me. But in Barnsley, like people, guys like not Barnsley in Orlando, like I think guys like Nani can walk around and kind of remain unnoticed a little bit just because like it's just a completely different culture in that fact. And also like I I try not to look at social media too much but like sometimes like i see it and some of the fans like you do something bad like they don't, they don't let you know <laughs> they say uh-huh. like, you screwed up a game they don't let you know so like that's kind of a yeah.
1: Difference. no but that's funny I think, I, th- I think it's funny how you said uh how you can only see your eyes obviously yeah that's that's just a little bit but he's acting like he's not the biggest man in the store every time he walks yeah. in yeah
2: <laughs> yeah fam hey i so i had a question uh so before I got on the podcast, like before I was starting to do this, I was at training this morning or whatever. And I told Pax and Paul McCall, I was like, yo, Pax, we're having Daryl on today. You know, uh, what questions should I ask him? And the first question Pax said is ask him how old he is. He really is. So how old are you really, Daryl?
0: Bro, I'm 20. Like literally every single time I walk into training, they're like, all right, I got to see a bone test because I don't believe you. <laughs> like, let see like those African things where like I am 12. Like that's what they, <laughs> like that's what they, like nobody believes I'm 20. I don't, I don't. Like if I if I were to shave this, which I really don't even think I'm that old, but if I were to shave this, you guys would see. Like I don't look very old at all.
2: No, I know how you act too, so I can I can I can, uh, I can attest that you're definitely twenty. But then his second question was, how big how big are your quads in circumference? I, I don't know. I've never I've never even
0: measured. Have you seen, dude? Have you you know what, have I already showed you like what happened when I like I like strained one of my quads? So like one of my quads is like messed up. It has like a fuck a, a crater like in it. <laughs>
2: Really? Yeah. Dude, I remember the first time I, I walked into the breakfast because I was in quarantine at a camp or whatever. And the first time I walked into breakfast, I was like, yo, this dude's legs are massive. Like, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And I used to watch you on TV at with, uh, when you play for Virginia. Mm-hmm. And, it, it, bro, literally you just be like so much bigger than everybody. And I was like – I mean, I was like – there's I was a Clemson supporter, you know, and I was like, there's no way that they can mark this guy. Like, he's just too – he's too athletic, too big too skillful and i mean it showed but it showed but but let's talk about uh so obviously barnsley coming in did you have any expectations uh like getting there like that you were going to play you're going to score anything
0: so in all honesty i kind of went in the, in here with an open mind because i i went in here kind of thinking oh i want to you know i want to learn i want to learn different traits i want to grow as a player and kind of challenge myself differently and because, you know, in terms of playing professionally, you know, I think everybody wants to, you know, play with the top competition, be the top, top level, you know, play Champions League, World Cup and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that to do that, you have to put yourself in different scenarios. So, I mean, in terms of expectations, I knew it was going to be super difficult in terms of goal scoring. I mean, I knew what I was capable of, but I knew it would be, you know, as, as I just said, it'd be very, very difficult. And since I got here, I mean, the team's been We've been flying. So I mean, naturally like me being a striker, of course, like with good service and you know, me being up there like I'm gonna score. So
2: well, fam, you're scoring some bangers. Like that one that was near post, like when you were on the right side of 18, that was that was fire. But anyways, um, so obviously <laughs> obviously Barnsley, you know, you're going on loan, you're doing well. A lot of teams are showing interest in you. And you know, they're putting up some very, you know, significant numbers of how much they want to buy you for. Um and Orlando's just apparently turning them all down. How do you feel about that?
0: Eh, I mean, like, at the end of the day, like, when I see some of that stuff, first of all, like, I'm gonna be honest with you, Bag, like, between me and you, like, most really like, like, of them aren't true. I feel you.
2: I understand like, that. Yeah.
0: Like, a lot of them are just like rumors and stuff like that. Like, sometimes I'll see stuff on social media. And I'm like, well, that's just not true at all. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, like, I feel uh, you on that. Yeah. Yeah, so like I see some stuff like that, but like of course like I, I see some stuff, and for the most part I just kind of I just kind of block it out because I mean at the end of the day if at the end of the day I can't really control it, it's out of my control. So like I'm gonna go here and I'm gonna go train, and I'm gonna get better every single day, and I'm gonna you know get better in the games and perform in the games, and then you know when. Those, that time, then I can actually have, you know, input or something like that, then it'll come. But for the most part, like, it's not in my control for, like, any of those stuff. And it's not really my focus right now. It's just to, you know, improve and, you know, drive barns down to the prem, potentially. Love that. Love that. It's the right way to do it.
1: Um, So I want to ask you something. so bro, I play with someone here that came from Reading, from the championship. And, you know, they say that MLS is um, a physical league, right? And you obviously played in MLS and now the championship. But he says the championship is one of the hardest leagues in the world just because of the physicality have you noted a significant difference or is it kind of like bro. whatever
0: to you bro. La, 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 la. bro every single game i get smacked <laughs> bro i no like i kid you not like there's some games where i'm just like because originally like obviously watching it on tv i watched it and i'm like okay like i know this little this league's gonna be physical and then you hear about the rumors and everything and I you know playing in the league like everyone's technical and stuff like that but everybody's also so physical the defenders and stuff are all huge and stuff so bro when I when I first when I first came here because obviously the MLS is a physical league and then I came here and luckily I mean I think playing in the MLS kind of prepared me a little bit for it because the MLS is also physical but nah bro like defenders and stuff like that like people get stuck in and challenges like they, they just don't care, bro. But I mean, I mean, like, it's good it kind of, it, it, you know, every single game is kind of going to be a fight, you know, every single game I'm I, I probably will never walk off the field with my Jersey clean, but you know, it just kind of gives you like a little fighting mentality. It goes into the game as well. So I enjoy it. it it's a different aspect, different style to play.
2: Yeah. Speaking of style of play. uh, I mean, I, I seen clips, uh, <laughs> of the, of the headers, you know, 15 headers back and forth. Um, But what's the difference between, I mean, the the biggest point you can make of what's the difference between MLS and championship?
0: I mean, you literally just kind of nailed it on for me. Like, I'm not going to say like one's better than the other, but I think like, obviously like the styles are just very different. I think this league, everything is, I think people obviously are much more physical and stuff like that in terms of, you know, Pushing people around body people, but I also think in terms of like demanding every team wants to press every team's running all over the place and doing stuff and winning second balls and I think that's kind of involved with kind of direct play because when it's pressing when people are pressing and you know doing all these things it's a little bit more difficult to play out. And some of the pitches also don't really allow to play. Like it's a little bit more difficult to play, but yeah, no, it's really, really direct. So like, yeah, that clip you're talking about where there's like 16 headers in a row, like the balls in the air for a minute and 30 seconds straight, like not, nah, you know, like there's, there's some, there's some direct play. And that's kind of like one of the things in, in terms of me being up there, having to go up against these, you know, like six, five center backs and stuff like that. And, you know, trying to do anything I can to redirect the ball or even hold it up. So not directly like it's definitely much more direct it's one thing
1: yeah yeah um so i don't know if you know this but i'm i'm typically a striker but i mean we have very different body types as we know there's a lot of different a lot of different kinds of strikers i haven't to be honest i've seen you like play a little bit not too much but i'd say typically um play a little bit differently but the mindset is still the same how important is it for you and just for us in general would you say to just have that confidence like when you're going in front of goal like especially now that you're scoring like it feels like it's never going to end because your confidence is so high but on the other end of it you know when your confidence is low does does it really affect you or, or how would you say that is for you
0: well 100 i think that's kind of one of the bigger parts that people don't really talk about is like you know obviously you can be technical you can be sick and all that stuff but in terms of playing with confidence there's like that especially as a striker where you know, you, you more than likely, you know, if you miss a chance, everyone's going to, everyone's going to know you miss a chance. If you score a goal, that's everyone's, everyone's going to talk about. So like, in terms of confidence, I think that's kind of a big factor because I think everybody kind of knows what they're capable of, like they can do in terms, of you know, finishing, holding the ball, blah, blah. blah. But I think confidence is kind of helps, you know, like kind of how consistent you'll do it, if that makes sense. Because I think sure. when I'm more confident now, especially with the team doing well, you know, me scoring goals, I think you know, you, you start, you, things just start, you know, clicking, right. You know, your touches start feeling better, your shots, everything just kind of starts feeling sweeter. And then on the, on the flip side, like when you're not confident, you know, you just start, you start getting scared to try some stuff, you know, whether it be, uh, you know, whether it be shooting a certain shot or, you know, taking a guy on or taking a certain touch or, you know, doing little things. And I think that's kind of one thing you see in like football today, like you see players like Verner, you know, phenomenal player, but, you know, maybe lower in confidence right now. And, so he might be struggling a little bit more, but I mean, people still recognize he's a top, top player. And I think in terms of strikers for confidence, it's a big, big thing to, you know, go out there and, you know, score goals. I mean, it helps, helps drive you, helps the mindset, everything.
2: What's up guys. Support for this podcast is brought to you by Just Live, a trusted source for help for high quality wellness CBD products created by athletes just for you. Have you ever been feeling low with sleep, focus, energy, your immune system or stress? That's why Just Live is the one for you. Uh, They've just come out with a new gummy line. They have six different flavors, functions including sleep, energy, focus, immunity, calm, and vitamin C. Uh, They're vegan, low sugar, high quality. Uh, They're founded by Clay Thompson, Alex Morgan, Travis Pastrana, and Paul Rodriguez. Uh, They wanted to create this uh, product, uh, one they could trust and one they could stand behind. If you need support with those that I mentioned, I highly recommend giving this a try. It's buy one, get one free of the new gummies line with code support at justlive.com, that's buy one get one free at justlive.com,
1: use code support. Back to the episode. Moving on a little bit, you have uh, the DK family, that's what you say, right, DK?
0: Yeah, DK.
1: DK family is um, quite special, you have your brother who was also played in the MLS, his sister, Uh, played for Nigeria as well, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I have a Nigerian teammate actually that I'm extremely close with, um, whose last name is also DK. And, um, and I have a Ghanaian teammate as well. So just a little quick change of subject. Uh, word. Are you rocking with Nigerian Jollof or Ghanaian Jollof?
0: Oh, come on now. Nigerian Jollof is – it's where it is. Ghanaian. like, Jollof does not have as much flavor as, you know, Nigerian Jollof does. It's, like, a common common argument, and I don't think it really should be an argument. I've had both, and Nigerians just better.
1: To be fair, I've only had okay. Ghanaian. I, I tried it for the first time this year, and it was amazing. I might need you to put me on the Nigerian one
0: to see, so uh, I can. not make that. Mama DK I'm gonna have to whip it up because I can't. Do that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, that's funny. Speaking about Nigeria, though, obviously you've been capped by national by the national team. You're eligible for Nigeria as well, right? Yeah. Is it even a question, or is there a possibility, or are you full, full U.S. through and through?
0: I mean, I just kind of, uh, I'm kind of open. I keep my like. Options kind of open and stuff like that. Obviously, you know, my cousin and many kids played with the Nigerian national team, my brother, my sister, and stuff like that. But, you know, in terms of how, you know, me growing up in the States and, you know, how the staff and everybody has kind of, you know, integrated to me and, you know, welcomed me, I've obviously enjoyed playing with the States. And for now, I just kind of, you know, focus on like what I can do. And then when it comes to, you know, being invited by Nigeria, being invited with the state, with the U.S., I mean, I just kind of, uh, you know, I just kind of take it day by day and do whatever that way.
2: I like that. I like that. Has, uh, has Greg said anything to you, uh, recently about, about camps or upcoming expeditions or anything like that?
0: I mean, no, nothing, not really. I mean, every once in a while he shoot me like a message and, you know, tell me like, you know, congratulations. Like I see you're doing really well. Or even, even like Nico or like one of the other coaches will shoot me a message and be like, congrats and stuff like that. Looking forward to, you know, doing things and working with you in the future. So, I mean, I, yeah, nothing, nothing specific in terms of that, but I mean, in terms of, you know, them saying, you know, work forward to doing the future, see you again, blah, 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 blah. you're going to be important for us and stuff like that. So, like, when you hear things like that, I mean, it, it kind of gets you in your head thinking, like, oh, okay, you know, I might potentially be, like, included in their, you know, in their plans. But, I mean, yeah, for the most part, just just more congratulatory kind of kind of talk. That's good.
1: That's good, though. That's good, Yeah, It's important. It's important to hear that reassurance oh, as sure. a player. Everyone, everyone knows that. Everyone likes that. But so with your season with Barnsley, obviously, is not over yet. You have a lot to fight for. But when that's over, I know they have an option to buy, right? Yeah. So they have an option to buy. I know we've talked a little bit about that. You don't know what's going to happen for sure. But say they don't buy, you go back to Orlando and you just play the season as normal with them. Yeah, of course. Okay. Okay. I just wasn't uh-huh. sure, so I wanted to make sure. And yeah. so, what would you say? It's different because you don't know. You don't know what's gonna happen. You don't know if you're gonna be with Orlando, Manchester um, United, whatever it may be, in a couple months. <laughs> but just try your best to kind of just really- let us know your personal <laughs> goals for this season, whether it's just these next couple months or you know the whole rest of the MLS season. What do you have in mind for your personal goals?
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, for me personally, I kind of told myself I kind of wanted to grow in the player and you know go out of my comfort zone and to kind of reach the highest of heights and. For me, I, I, I know that I want to be playing with the top, top players. I want to be playing in the top, top competitions and, you know, whatever path that be, whether it be playing with Barnsley, whether it be playing with different club, whether it be playing with Orlando or, you know, you know, whatever path it might be, you know, I, I, you know, I do whatever path that, you know, trying to get Barnsley to move up and, you know, help them move up and, wait, oh, oh yeah. And, you know, kind of helping them, uh, you know, doing whatever I can to, you know, help us push for that, uh, you know, promotion. And then in terms of after that, you know, whether it be with Barnsley, if it's back with Orlando, you know, I want to go into, go back and help them push into the playoffs again, you know, make a playoff run. And then of course, win, win with the team. So no matter what, uh, whatever position I've been at the, at the end, I mean, that's what, that's kind of how I'll keep driving. Cause as now, as you said earlier, I, I have no idea what's going to happen.
1: Yeah. I think um, that's super important just to not really get distracted by the side noise because as a footballer, there's a lot of it, especially as, you know, someone at your level, there's always going to be kind of that distraction. So it's important to always just stay focused on on the next one, the next moment, the next, you know, the next goal, but kind of speaking a little bit about your success and that, you know, most people would say you've had a decent amount of success. A lot of people would want to be in your shoes right now. So we have a signature question here. Our our kind of thing is just defining success and it's so it's, 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 It's so awesome because, you know, everyone's it's it's relevant, right? So I want to ask you, you know, first of all, what's your definition of success? And second of all, do you think um, you've achieved it?
0: Definition of success? Okay, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a definition of success I would have. Wow. That's a hard one in terms of what I think of success. I do not think I have had success yet because in terms of the long term goal, long term career, I would say maybe it would be a success with Barnsley if we went and got promoted. I think that's a pretty fair thing for me to say success. But in terms of just like a general term of success, I think it's kind of, that's hard. <laughs> you can have little success and you have little big success. It's just kind of like a, achieving achieving a goal that I think you've, uh You kind of like achieving like an objective, a goal that you kind of set aside and, you know, kind of fulfilling it, whether it be a small goal, whether it be a big goal. And so that's kind of my definition of success. And for me being Barnsley, you know, as I said, promotion is the the goal right now. Improving myself as a player and improving the players around me is kind of my goal. And considering considering a success for me would be that I put myself in a position to be, uh, you know, play with the top players, play the top competitions and be the best player around. Sure. That's class.
2: That's class. I was going to add one thing. Um, obviously speaking with you, I'm sure John can attest. We love your mentality, man. It's, it's really great to see somebody who's, who's coming from a, from a humble place, you know, somebody that maybe three years ago had no intentions of being where you are today, but the mentality you still have is the same as you had then. And, uh, I just want to ask one more question about, uh, about, uh, the national team. Um, obviously you're in the U S can, um, that was domestic, and then you were also in the European camp. Do you see differences, like big differences, in the the, the players and the and the way the team plays, or did you feel it was very similar? Because I asked the same question to Sebastian Legette, and he said uh, it was very similar. But I was just uh, going to ask you and see if you if you thought the same thing.
0: No, wow, like I would agree. I mean, like obviously. Like, honestly, I think, yeah, there's the European players. Like, you can see like little things that they do that's a little bit different that m- maybe signs of like more experience because some of them might be playing for even longer. But honestly, I think it's very similar. I think in terms of the quality of like kind of the MLS, the American player, there's people, people kind of only see what social media has to say about the quality of the players. And they instantly think that because you're in the MLS, you're just, you know, you're not going to be as good as, you know, these European players, which I think is just, completely wrong because, I mean, not to take anything away from European players, they're still all phenomenal players, but I think it's more credit to the MLS players and the fact that, you know, they're world-class players. I mean, you look in the starting lineups of some of these last camps, like, you know, Kellen Acosta and, you know, Sebastian Legette, like, they they started and they're playing, you know, in MLS and I think they did phenomenal. They fit in. They weren't, they didn't look out of place, you know, so, and I think yeah. that's kind of a, a big piece in terms of the, between the two camps. You can see, I mean, everyone's natural competitors and got the technique, skill and, you know, knowledge to, compete no matter where they are right i
1: agree right. i, agree. I, I, agree I, I have a follow-up to that actually so would you say do you think that for us as a as a country as a national team to take the next step that bias maybe that that fans have towards maybe european players maybe needs to get put to the side and actually you know players get reviewed for that actual quality that they have on the field whether they play for whether they play in the u.s mexico wherever do you think that bias maybe needs to be put to the side a little bit
0: bro 100 percent. i think in terms of the bias i think Especially, especially nowadays, you see there's so many things about rumors and you know players not being able to go to places and clubs and stuff like that. Like some players are in the MLS. I mean, don't get me wrong, I think it's a phenomenal league. But some players have had the opportunity to you know play at some of these higher leagues, and you know sometimes they you know have not been able to because of a transfer or you know some something happened. And I think there's tons and tons of players in this league that can compete like that can compete on, on the big scale. I mean, even me being in Barnsley for a little bit. I, you know, I, that was one thing I wanted, to, I told myself, I wanted to kind of experience a, a different level, a different style of play. And I think the style of play here is phenomenal. I think, I think, I think or like the, the level, I think players here are, you know, very, very good players. But after I've thought about it, you know, I think there's tons of other U S national team players and tons of top players who could play in this league and they could succeed and they could succeed in other top leagues as well. And I think, you know, there's been signs of it. You see Brendan, Brendan Aronson, you know, he's balling out with Salzburg right now. You see Mark playing playing now. And you know, you see tons of these players who have made the switch and they're doing they're doing great in their leagues. And I think there's more and more players that can do that. And like I think Brendan Aronson has gotten better at Salzburg. But I will say people will say, Oh, he's an MLS player, he shouldn't be in the starting lineup, blah blah blah. And then he goes to Salzburg balls out again just like he did before and people are like oh my gosh he's incredible i think brendan's sick like i'm a huge love brendan like he's my boy as well i think he's sick but like you know like people just people just i think a lot of social media gets blinded by the fact that some players some players just because they play in the nls like you said the bias uh they just think that they're automatically worse which is just not true
2: yeah it is funny that that's how it works you know players do do well in MLS, and then they they earn a spot somewhere else, and then they do good there, and the fans just blow up. But that's how it is, you know. Um, that's how things go. But talking about the fans, man, these fans love you. They love you, man. Your TikToks, your videos to the fans after games, they love you, man. How did you start doing – obviously, the one TikTok that I saw you, like, on the bed, that had to be at a national team camp. But uh, how, how did you start doing, uh, like, TikToks and, like, being comfortable like that? Like, where, where did that start?
0: Well, like, in all honesty, like, most people who know me, like, I'm just kind of goofy. Like, I just kind of do whatever, say whatever, you know? And you you met me at National Team Camp as well. So, like, I mean, I'm just kind of goofy. I say whatever. And TikTok's kind of a way for me to uh, kind of show the real me and how, you know, my actual thoughts and stuff like that. Like, I made a TikTok literally in bed not too long ago about me just talking about, like, how it would suck to be a lefty in soccer. Like, <laughs> like I literally just, I literally made that. And I'm like, that's just, like, a, a normal thought that I would have. And I think that... In terms of like, I'm not. A, I don't. I really don't think I'm like a superstar celebrity. But I, but I, I do realize like I kind of have a platform, and some people may look at you know us professional players differently because you know they may think we're we act different because just because we're professional players and. In terms of TikTok, I, I just kind of use it to kind of show the real me and goof around and make jokes and blah, blah, blah. And then I also use it as a way to connect with, you know, a lot of, you know, the younger people and a lot of younger fans and stuff like that. So, I mean, I enjoy it. And I started in quarantine just because I was bored and I was like, why not? Like, uh, and that, like I, I refused to get TikTok for the longest time. And then even when I got TikTok, I refused to even, like, post anything on it because I just thought it was ridiculous. And then I was just like, hey, let's just give it a try. And I just did it. And I was like, oh, this is easy. Like, it chill. Why not? Nah, That's
1: bro, so it's so funny it's too funny. Nah, I I so yours, funny i think i saw one of yours i think i saw one of yours where uh, the one where you said um when she says no dms but you play striker
0: that one was i think that was at mls's back and like i was just bored in my room i was like yeah you know like why not i did not remember i did not remember what happened i think that was i think i was talking with one of my boys about it and i was like dude that'd be a funny meme and I'm like put it up you know,
2: so do you bro do you get do you get any cash from tiktok do you get any money
0: no nah, i don't i don't but like honestly i've seen some things about like how you can get money and i i honestly should do it something I like why not make money on the side of
2: right. you should of bro you you Project definitely gear. have enough Myself. followers too but you get so many views like bro that's that's nah, peace bro not, you should do it
0: for real nah, i should stack up them coins
1: <laughs> yeah bro a lot more like athletes are becoming kind of influenced on the side like i feel like in this day and age like you see us athletes don't have to be one dim- dimensional anymore you can do a lot of more things there's not so much of a of a bias to the point where everyone's like okay just be an athlete you know you can be more than that
0: not for sure but, um, i think yeah. if, go ahead I, th- I said like no like i for sure and i even think like in terms of just with social media with like tons of like social media is so easy like you can do whatever you want and build your platform just from being yourself like you can go out there and just you can you can go out there and literally just videotape your everyday life and people will love it people want to see what a professional player is doing like what i could do like you know you could do like a little life of you're a professional player and people like enjoy seeing that so i think that's something that i would yeah i would do why not
1: yeah yeah shout out to uh, become elite i have actually he plays in the us out i've watched his uh his vlogs are actually so entertaining and uh yeah he yeah he's entertaining so i definitely get that but one last question for me man i see your goal celebrations for us as, as everyone in, in general playing and when they score a goal you, you want to get a nice celebration off you i saw you suck to the Fortnite dance is that something special to you do you just hit it nicely like what what's the deal there
0: no nah, it's funny so like when uh so like when i was at uva it was like a joke between like that and then like the billy bounce which I did at uva as well and i don't know i was just like i was doing i was they're messing around in the locker room before one of our games and the players are like, dude, like, what is that? Like, why do people it's like orange justice or a rare little Fortnite dance? And they were like, dude, like, what is that? What is that move? And they were like all trying to do it in the locker room. And they were just, some people were just so stiff. Like they just can't dance. I guess, I guess Barnsley players just don't, some of them just don't know how to dance. Like some of them are really good at dancing, like Ramal, but like other, like some of them are so stiff with it. So like, I don't know, it just came to my mind and I did it. <laughs> and then they all made, they all made jokes about it and people seemed to enjoy it. And, and I was like, Oh, why not? And because they saw my, they obviously saw that because that DMS thing you were talking about, like I did, I was doing, I was doing that in the, in the dance. And like people on Twitter, just all over Twitter, just making fun of me or like making jokes. Like what is that dance and stuff like that. And then I was like, all right, we're like, I'll do it in Sully if I scored. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that's <laughs> that's very, awesome. Just doing
2: that. I love it. All right, man. I got one more question and right. it's for our, it's for our fans basically. Who right. do you want to see on Chum Chat next?
0: I want to see on chum chat next. You get Christian. Christian Pulsich? Yeah. You get Christian. Right, honestly, yeah. I'm trying to think of someone who's goofy. You get like Benji. <laughs> bro, Benji. I met Benji. I was Yo, supposed to go to, to UP. I'm telling you, bro, Benji will make everyone laugh so hard. Because Benji is Benji's uh, so funny. biggest clown. Yeah. Biggest clown ever.
2: Yeah, hey, I, I like that shot. I like that. We'll get Benji on next. We'll we'll go for Christian. It's a tough pool. Uh you know he's got bigger things to do. You know he's got to play in Super League and stuff. So Super League now, uh,
0: so, Man himself. <laughs> Super League but, Man.
2: But no, we we definitely appreciate having you on, man. Maybe might even have you on again later on. uh It was a great episode, man. We we appreciate you coming on, and taking the time, and obviously you guys keep keep supporting this man. Go follow him on TikTok.
0: Uh, what's your TikTok?
1: It's a big DK18, I think. What are your, all your socials, just so we can pop them up and they can show love.
0: I think uh, Daryl. What is it? My Instagram is Daryl D09. Twitter is Daryl DK, and then my TikTok is DK18. Yeah,
2: go show him love, man. He's he's doing well. Hopefully, we can. Uh, you know, we have a spell on on Chum Chat. The players that come on, they always do better after. So it's going to continue with same. you, uh, yes, sir. Chum Chat blessing. Right. But uh, not right, nah, man. We, yeah, we, we appreciate you coming on, man. Taking the time, y'all. Make sure y'all like, share, and subscribe. Uh, Keep showing love to us and uh, go find your success.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe.